Hello and welcome to Purgatory Behind the Scenes. My name's Francis and I'm the writer-director. Um, because of a mild technical issue, we lost the first little bit of the, the interview with Marion Elizabeth and Sandy Jack. So we're going to cut into Sandy talking about what he gained from playing Sam. It was, it was just kind of right up my street, really. It was kind of like the, I could, like, the characters were quite relatable. and. Mm. Um, yeah, it just sounded a lot of fun, and yeah, and we were in lockdown at the time, so like, and I had this microphone, so and I'd done like gravy for the brain quite a few years back. Mm. Um, yeah, and I really just wanted to get my teeth stuck into it because it was kind of, especially the com- like 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 Sam's sort of comedy influence and in that, and that was something I was always interested in. So that for me, that was kind of what drew me in, like all that sort of stuff. And a very interesting thing happened when you put your audition through because like. And initially, both of your characters were completely unlikable in the first draft of the script. Mm-hmm. Um, like, <laughs> I was like, I've got to kill these two off. I have to say, I think um, <laughs> what drew me to Imogen was the fact that when I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she's quite horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she says rude things and she's really funny. Um, and she's got quite a dry sense of humour. So, uh, None of these things really are, um, are, I guess, my my character. I think I think um, both of you are very very unlike your characters, and that's a compliment. <laughs> that is a big so, compliment. But I think that kind of makes it a joy to play as well. And and um, I did a lot of comedy when I was um, a drama school, like many years ago. But haven't really done like an awful lot of comedy since. And mm. so actually to to do comedy but as also part of a radio um piece has just been a joy Um, also i think there's something about her that's quite um like the fact that she's fearless and actually she faces things like head on mm. i think that's quite an empowering thing and i think Mm. there's actually some like elements of her to be taken away and sort of that yeah that i would like to apply to my own life not not so much the cussing, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but I think, um, you know, the boldness to say what you're feeling in that moment. Mm. I think it's because um, she, she's like all the characters are. Um, she's an amalgamation of, of lots of different people I've met and known. And uh, there was uh, my my first ever girlfriend did a very Imogen thing. We had a really messy breakup, as you do in your teenagers. And uh, I sent her hate mail. I, I think I wrote oh. her either an email or a letter, just like talking about how fucking terrible. Just really laying into her. And she sent it back with all the spelling mistakes corrected. Um, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> and, that was great. Like, or I would say to her, like, oh, you annoy me so much. I want to throw myself in front of a bust for the pain to go away. And she hands me a bus timetable. Like, it's just... Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, I just I don't know there seems to be just a bit of a shortage of like badass female characters Um, um, or they're badass to the point that they get into a situation where a man has to save them or they have like a crippling drug addiction or um, like the car situation with Imogen well yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) hashtag spoilers Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sandy what about um character of Sam I mean I don't think there's there's much correlation as well between <laughs> yourself like what what's what's your take on him um 
yeah, he's not a he's not a very a very nice guy. Um, but I, I guess the kind of inspiration in him and stuff like that. I, but I I find some of it in, inspiring. Like even though he kind of just lands on his feet most of the time. But um, yeah, like uh, well, the, one, something I found really interesting, like in the project and the whole kind of thing, is like I've always had an interest in like stand up and stuff. Mm. Um, so I think when when I get direction of how to deliver something in a stand-up way you know that's that's something that's really valuable um yeah i mean like sam was an amalgamation of um a best friend i had as a, a teenager who actually um he you know his identity will never be uh revealed um because uh like what he did when he was a teenager was quite bad and unrelated to, to, to sam's character but it was also based on me when i was in my early 20s as a stand-up guy not a stand-up guy, but a guy to stand-up. There you go. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, when I realised that, oh, if I just say some of the shit that always gets me into trouble on stage, it's more socially acceptable than making everybody cry. Have you guys, without giving too much away for the story, have you guys got any sort of favourite moments or favourite scenes to do or favourite lines uh, thus far? Like with with um, with any character or with any character, I, I, either your own or any. Yeah, well, in episode one, uh, the scene with Peter, I just loved that. That that kind of really kind of got like gripped me, like the the amount of levels that was in that scene. Uh, so that's that's still one of my favourites. Um, and also playing Sam as a kid as well. That because that aspect of Sam, I did have that uh, at a younger age. Like uh, I worked in a Laser Quest and put out of order signs on, on the uh, the gun chargers and uh, told people there was buried treasure and uh, <laughs> spiders spiders within and yeah all that all that sort of thing uh, <laughs> so I guess that aspect of Sam I've got um, I'll, 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 put, I'll put the same question to you Marion um, yeah. um, is, is there any similarities between Imogen <laughs> as a teenager and yourself and myself um, I no <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so I think Imogen well I think Imogen went from obviously being extremely popular to then sort of being ostracised mm. um, but I, I never I don't I wasn't ostracised but I was never popular um, so I can't really relate to her in that in that sense I'm afraid Um I think my favourite scene was a scene that um, Imogen, where Imogen and Sam were having like an absolute row and a mare at each other and then ended the scene by saying that they were the best couple ever. Oh, yeah. Which is, again, a spoiler, but (laughs) (laughs) it was really cute. Well, I think it's not so much a spoiler. I, I like... I think, to be honest, what happens in the show is pretty much mapped out in episode one um, for the whole season. But, like, um, I I really like that scene. This is, this is going to be in episode four um, because there is there was a danger of it being, like, the trope of the man-child with the long-suffering wife, which has been overdone. Um, and actually... Um, they it's because they share quite a lot of you know similar values um and um instead of uh saying like oh i love you and i love you too and and uh and kind of falling down that road it's, it's like no we're just the best couple ever 
Like, there's no couple better than us. Uh, like, Casablanca and eat shit. Like, <laughs> we're better than that. Um, I agree. I think it's really sweet, too. And I think the fact that we even put a high five in afterwards. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had this. I mean, I don't know whether we'll put it in um, uh, later on in the season. There was an, an idea floating for Imogen and Sam for a night being wing man and woman to Peter. Mm-hmm. And it starts off innocent and they're trying to sort of give him some advice and then suddenly they go, hold on a second here, we have a golden opportunity. I bet you can't make Peter do this. Well, I bet you can't make Peter do this. <laughs> um, so, this is it. This is good. So would you think Sam and Imogen's relationship is a healthy one or an unhealthy one? If they're both happy with the level of maybe... not so much emotionally (laughs) attached (laughs) to each other Uh, then uh, then that's great I don't know I it's hard to tell I think I think from my point of view it's very hard to tell like what relationships are good relationships because if if two people are like really happy with each other then that surely warrants a good relationship I would agree I think they're with the right people. They're definitely yeah. both, both definitely. Yeah. I, I think they would either be the victim or the perpetrator of a murder in any other relationship. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> like, it would just be. Yeah, I mean, um, the. Oh, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll ask this. So, have you guys? I feel got any... like I feel like they're a good couple, but probably they should go through marriage counselling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See yeah. a therapist we'll maybe and have a book about written about them rather than you know quip about it. I have got loads of moments uh, throughout recording uh, that I remember on, uh, fondly um, or stuff that still makes me laugh now thinking about it. Sort of stuff that happened behind the scenes. Like, have you guys got anything um, that you remember um, from recording that uh, either was just yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Sandy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, one of mine made me laugh was uh, Siobhan, um, who does, like, about a million characters... Um, oh, the Sinead, yes. Sinead, when she, she kept she kept going Scottish from Irish. <laughs> she, every time I spoke, she was like imitating my voice. It was Louisa, every time, it was it was the scene in episode three in the past where um, it's uh, Miss Joy, Sam and Sinead and Louisa was error 404-ing constantly uh, every time Sandy spoke, because obviously Sandy's Scottish and, and she was doing an Irish accent, and then it just migrated into Scottish quite quickly. <laughs> what about you, Marion? My nightmare still, still, was uh, recording episode one where I had to take all of my equipment down no. to, <laughs> to Wales. And uh, I managed to find a cupboard in which I could record in, but basically involved me putting a duvet up and uh, tucking it in into the door. But this is bearing in mind that I've not really recorded with you guys before, so you don't know me. So I was like trying to make out that I was being really professional. <laughs> and um, <laughs> every so often the duo would fall on my head, the light would go out, then I'd bang the light, and then I'd, and then all you, you guys could hear was me shouting swear words for ages. And then the internet I just thought you were getting twice. into character. And it was so stressful. It was so stressful. Oh well, I, I think that's. I, I remember the because it, it, it's it's funny to look at it now from back then. But I because I, I did I listen. I've still got the copy of the first table read, 
and uh, and and we all were trying to be so well behaved, uh, <laughs> including me, because <laughs> um, we had this kind of ongoing theme of like none of us know really what we're doing, but we're kind of winging it. Um, and um, I mean, to be honest, Marin, if if you uh, as a spin-off, we could just have Marin and cupboards around the UK <laughs> as a UK tour. <laughs> <laughs> laughing and then swearing and then laughing and then and hitting things. Yeah, we could just film it like the cube. We don't even have to be in different places. We just have the same cupboard. We just have different lighting in it. Here's the cupboard in France. There's a guy in the accordion playing behind it. <laughs> oh, there's a cafe. <laughs> cupboard in the jungle. This leopard print. It'd be fine. <laughs> That's kind of my favourite as well. Like, uh, just everyone's kind of different. Everything uh, we're trying to record. And there's always, there's always diff- different noises. Oh yeah, from... the, the half hour before we we all start recording, when everyone tries to figure out how to use their computers, like. Yeah. Uh, I think my favourite is also when your cat tries to interfere. <laughs> yeah, <Francis>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Like, <laughs> oh, no. On in in the top one uh, was when uh, episode five, uh, when uh, me, Kai, Lewis. And Sandy were recording. Oh God! And, <laughs> and it, it's because so here is here is the issue. Like, and it's 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 no one's fault, and it, it it's just how we have to do things at the moment. Um, because everyone's recording on their own computers all around the UK, um, that everyone has become their own sound engineer or computer technician. Um, and bless Sandy, just nothing was working. <laughs> like literally. Um, uh, and we were trying everything and everything else, and then uh, it was supposed to be just we were going to, and it was it was the start of recording a long uh, list of scenes as well. And Kai knew Sandy from the the London Dungeons beforehand, mm-hmm. um, and was just ripping into him for the entire time. And then by the time <laughs> we finally got everything sorted out, and I'm like, okay, Sandy, are you recording? <laughs> And at that point, all of us were in hysterics and uh, took a very long time. I think we just got one scene done and we were like five. <laughs> what was it? He said there was a Scotsman trapped in a box, didn't he? he said, yeah, exactly. Scotsman trapped in a box. Um, okay, well, thank you very much, both of you, for participating. And then we lost the audio again. Thank you very much, guys, for listening to this interview. Please follow us on Instagram at Purgatory the Drama Podcast, Twitter at Purgatory the DR1 and facebook and youtube and subscribe to us on apple podcasts and follow us on spotify this friday coming you'll be listening to episode two take care